males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. With you this week are Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow. Gentlemen, let us begin. I'm... Running solo today, no Anthony. I do have Jonas in the in the house with me. What do you think about uh, Anthony going on vacation to Cancun and coming back sick? Any thoughts on that, Jonas? Any suspicions? All I'm going to say is this is not his first vacation in a, in a short amount of time. So, you know, maybe the sickness is um, is trying to tell him something. Maybe so. Yeah, I think it's suspicious myself. Just that's just me the way I think. A little extended vacation. I think so. I think he didn't want to go back to work. Sounds that's about right. My, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Hey, on the uh, subject of uh, Hikikimori, that was a pretty uh, interesting episode by Stephen. Never heard of that word until he had brought that up. Had you heard of that word, Jonas? I had not. Yeah, me neither. So it is interesting that that subject came up last week and we were going to talk about it this week. And then Anthony's not here uh, this week, which is another interesting little fact. Uh, All this is playing out because, uh, you know, I think guys go through their own personal Kiki More. Hmm. Because it's about isolation. It's about to withdraw, to remain inside, you know, all the things when Stephen broke that word down. And my thought is, how do we stop that? Well, I think it starts with our own personal areas that we isolate and withdraw and we want to remain inside and not come out. You're shaking your head like you're in deep thought over there. So you're saying to tackle a cultural trend or a wave of something that's taken over a culture, we have to change ourselves first. That's what I'm saying. And that's what brings me to my announcement today. Have oh. a, I have a very, very important announcement. Let's hear it. So it's funny. I've been going through my own personal hikikimori. Hmm. And again, something that stays inside your head. You have your thoughts you know your own thoughts. Nobody knows those. People can see your actions and behaviors and attitudes. And what happens is when you when you isolate yourself or a situation or a trauma, let's talk about that for a minute, because I believe that one of the things that these guys are doing in Japan is there's probably trauma going on and they don't want to deal with it and they don't want to face it. Sure. Uh, whether that's brought on by culture, whether that's brought on by their parents, whether that's self-inflicted, because we have some traumas that are self-inflicted and we have nobody to blame. There may be reasons why that may happen, but the actions are yours to bear yourself Mm. and you can't put those on anybody else. So uh, for the last year or so, year and a half, let's say I've been going through a very personal event in my life where it brought up a lot of things in me that I did not want to deal with. And these are childhood traumas. And 
when these came out many, many years ago, we just didn't have the tools that we have now available. We didn't know how the brain functioned. We didn't know how, you know, a lot of, a lot of traumas affected us. And again, it's very important to note that your actions are yours. You have to own those. Right. So you can't blame a lack of whatever you didn't get by your parents, by a coach, by whomever. That may be a reason why you think a certain way, but it will never take away the responsibility of your actions. I just want to be very, very clear about that because we can't use those as excuses for our actions. Now, with that said, very traumatic things have been going on in my life over the last year and a half. And I have, I don't know if you know this about me, Jonas, but I am a bulldog. So I can just (laughs) absolutely put my head down and go as fast as I need to go or as slow as I need to go to take care of the situation that I'm dealing with. Okay. But I can keep my head down and, and move forward. Unfortunately, in this situation, it affected me internally things that come up in my past that I just have not really ever dealt with because I didn't know that I needed to deal with them because I was never around. So now situations happen Hmm. that they bring up past traumas that were, that that were actually very traumatic for me. And I didn't deal with them very well, kept everything inside. This is the, your personal hikikomori, right? You keep it inside. You don't come out. You just keep trudging through because you're the one with the answers for everybody. You're the one that's the problem solver. You're the one that everybody's relying on. So if I tell people what I'm really going through, then will they look at me differently? Will they not, will they go, oh, he's a weak man or he's whatever thought or image comes to your head when in fact the opposite is probably true, but you never know because you just keep going. Yeah. So That's what has been happening to me over the last uh, year, year and a half. So, and again, I'm not going to go into all the things that I was going through. They're unimportant to this conversation. What is important is that we're all going to face things in our life that are difficult, that are tough, and they may bring up some past to things that you've not dealt with. And that you really want to avoid. And it's avoidance for sure. Like that's what I got out of this topic most and everything Stephen described about that culture, the culture in Japan, the however many million men are behaving this way was that they're all probably avoiding something. Yes. It's avoidance and detachment. Right. So if I can avoid it and if I can detach from it, I don't have to deal with it. The problem with that thought process is if you don't deal with past traumas, your past traumas one day will deal with you. That's, can you say that again? If you don't deal with your past traumas, one day your past traumas will deal with you. And they don't play fair. Mm. They actually want to destroy you by silencing you. They want to destroy you by isolating you, by saying things like people will reject you. People won't like you. You're the one that's supposed to be the strong one. Now you're going to be the weak one. Now you're acting like a boy. Now all these voices, as you can tell that have been in my head, (laughs) (laughs) all these voices have one goal and that's to stop you. Ineffective, paralyzed, and not being able to do any good in this world. That's what it wants you to do. 
So sometimes, guys, we have to just stop. We have to stop and go, I need help. And that's very, very difficult for guys like me, like you, we're leaders. We just want to keep moving forward, drag everybody with you. I can take the weight. I can take the pain. I can take all of that. Let's just keep moving forward because moving forward means I'm going to get healed of all my traumas. And that is not true. So I have a question. I have maybe an answer. If hikikomori in the way that Stephen's describing it about this Japanese phenomenon where guys are being avoidant and detached by staying in their basement or whatever, playing video games, consuming porn, drugs, it's a very uh, lazy, self-indulgent lifestyle. But what's interesting is you're describing your own version of this in which that's not what you did. Instead, you kind of put the pedal to the metal and you strove forward toward success and achievement and uh, things that would fulfill you or maybe fulfill you. But what I hear is like the same result happened. You were avoiding something. You became isolated. Even though you weren't sitting at home eating copious amounts of junk food and doing drugs and playing video games, you were out there doing what you do best. But the same thing was still happening to you. Like you would say the word hikikomori still applies to you. Of course, because here's the similarities is that you're trying to fix an inner situation, an inner event, an inner trauma with external things. Yeah. And just because on the outside, somebody looks like they're doing well, successful, doing things doesn't mean that they're not using terrible coping skills to deal with the pain because everybody... Every single person on this planet tries to minimize the pain, numb the pain with something. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't just go, okay, I'll take the pain. No, you, you work too much. You, you have a porn issue. Uh, you drink too much. You've heard of fight, flight, mm -hmm. freeze. There's fornication and there's flock. There's five of them. Oh, those are the big ones. And there may be other ones, but, mm -hmm. but you kind of, when trauma happens, it, and it doesn't matter. Your brain doesn't know if it happened when you were 17, when you were four, when you were two. It just knows the effects of it. Now, we know that research says that the, the younger you have trauma, the more issues you're going to have. We understand that. But you're going to do one of those. So you can be lazy, which I don't think they think they're being lazy because hmm. that's the deception. Right. I believe that with all my heart. I believe that they are, they think what they're doing is the right thing to do in order to avoid pain, avoid cultural situations that they think what they're doing is the right thing to do. Or I don't believe they would do it mm. because that's deception. Deception tells you what you're doing is the right thing when it's absolutely the wrong thing. If it wasn't deception, you wouldn't be deceived. <laughs> Right. It's real simple. So with all that said, me, like everybody else, I was trying to fix internal issues by being externally helpful, externally still doing what I'm doing, just moving a hundred miles an hour, just, you know, 
taking everything I could, these speaking engagements, just all in the, all just, just running from something that I knew that I probably should deal with, but I didn't know how. And people actually reached out to me that were concerned and I lied to them because I just didn't want to be the one that was the one struggling. And Mm -hmm. that's pride. At the end of the day, that's flat out pride. Because you think that you can self-regulate, you're gonna, you can, you can self-renovate, so to speak. I can do my own renovation. I can do my own. I can stop this anytime. I can. All of those are common lies that we all. That, that's what just what's common to man. Yeah. We all tell ourselves those things. But I finally came to a place a couple of weeks back. Some of it was uh, forced, and some of it was self. Like, okay, something's got to change. So. I decided to, as of a couple of weeks ago, to stop every single thing I'm doing outside of I have to make money to eat, <laughs> uh, to feed my kids. I have to do that, but I don't have to do everything that was extra. So, and that's, here's what I mean by that. I don't have to do this podcast. I don't, I love doing this podcast because I, it brings me great joy to help people. But that's another one of those things that you get into performance mode. Like I got, I have to perform for people to like me. I mean, all these lies that just, that just come up. So, uh, which are not true. So I decided a couple of weeks ago just to stop everything. So I talked to Anthony and to Steven and they agreed uh, that I, it was the right decision. And, you know, it's kind of like, man, how can you turn and help others when you yourself are in need of help? But you're going so fast, you can't stop to get the help you need. It's the old proverbial, put them, uh, we all know this. If you fly, you know, put the mask on yourself first before you try to help somebody else. I have not had the mask on. You've been holding your breath. (laughs) I've had a mask. Mm. I've had a mask of strength, a mask of stability, a mask of, uh, I've got it together, a mask. I've I've worn a mask, just not the right one. Mm. And look, all this is hard to... I mean, I don't like getting on air, on this podcast and airing out my dirty laundry, so to speak, although I'm being vaguely specific, as my <laughs> counselor would say. But there are things that in my life that I need to take care of before I can move forward. And the only way that I know how to do that is to stop. Get the help I need. Like my wife says, me asking for help is like one of the hardest things for me to do. Because I'm the one that's supposed to help everybody. So for me to ask and stop, okay, it's pretty serious. All that to say is I've, I've stepped away from, from uh, all my responsibilities here at the podcast. Here, great man. Even at the church uh, where I work part-time, I've, th- they've agreed to let me take a sabbatical. We call it sabbatical. Sabbatical uh, and just, man, you need, to, you need to get some rest and you need to get these things taken care of because... People need me. People need you healthy. Right. And I don't, I'm not doing anybody any good if I'm an ICU and emotionally, spiritually, physically, to some degree, I'm, I'm an ICU and a ventilator and I'm trying to help everybody. Well, that's kind of stupid. So I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to take a, whatever time it takes, whatever journey this takes me on. I'm not trying to predict the end, what it's going to look like. That's, that's what I want to do. Because I want to control everything, but I understand that I can't control this and I need to let the journey take me where it needs to take me. And that's going to be at the end of it health. 
emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy so that I can turn and help someone else. Now, all that to say, uh, this is the last episode that I'll be on. Uh, Anthony and Stephen, of course, will continue on. We're gonna, we've come up with some pretty good plans uh, to moving forward. It's kind of pretty cool stuff, actually. It's going to be great. Probably going to be better if I were, uh, if I were really being honest, because there's no way that, again, when you're not thinking clearly, you can't. I mean, it's just hard, you know, to, to every week come in here or every other week and just spew stuff out. And even though you know it. You just know you're not living it fully. Well, that kind of sucks. Mm. So appreciate everybody uh, over the last couple of years uh, with the Renovating Masculinity and the Great Man podcast. Uh, and look, if you're going to be of any good to your family and the people around you, sometimes you need to stop, deal with the trauma, whether it's self-inflicted or inflicted upon you. Deal with it so that it doesn't deal with you in the future, because that's a part of the art of being a great man. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen, Anthony, or JT to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production. 